God changes your life, changes your thoughts, changes your desires, and changes your interests, and it comes out of God's Word. It's really learning to know God out of His Word. You're listening to the Faith Matters Podcast with Steve McKinley. Hello, everyone. Uh, Thanks for being with us. If you're with us for the first time, I want to say welcome. My name is Steve McKinley, and this is the Faith Matters Podcast, where we talk about matters of faith because we believe that faith matters. And uh, today we have a very special guest on with us. I'm, I'm excited to have Mark join us today to share his story of coming to faith in Christ. Welcome to the podcast, Mark. Thanks very much indeed, Steve. I'm delighted to be here. And uh, Mark is from County Westmeath. Yeah, I, I, I now live in County Westmeath. Uh, I, uh, I originally grew up in Dublin, Dublin City, and um, I, uh, in the, I was raised uh, nominally kind of culturally Catholic, Okay. Um, my mother did have uh, great personal faith, but uh, we weren't in any way, um, <coughs> uh, say, her Catholicism wasn't really enforced upon us. We went to church when we were young, but uh, once we kind of hit our early teens, it was it was not obligatory. And um, uh, you and I have talked about this before. Is that I mean, the, my generation, the generation of Ireland of the seventies and eighties. We really have uh, no no belief in God whatsoever, and uh, I, I think we uh, we 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 wholeheartedly rejected religion in every respect. It's amazing that yeah, yeah a whole yep, generation. Yeah, yeah that's of, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yet we were raised in religious, you know, schooled. Uh, sorry, schooled in religious orders mm. uh, in both what. Uh, primary school and in secondary school mm. and uh, yet it seemed to have very little impact on on my generation okay well can you tell us um that's your religious background can you tell us a little bit about yourself just to give uh, our viewers some context of uh of who you are okay surely yeah um i i grew up in a garment trade family um back in those days Everything was not manufactured in China, believe it or not. Garment you could, trade. You, you, yes, you huh. could. Um, the Dublin in the 60s and 70s, Dublin City had um, a very large um, garment manufacturing business. Hmm. I, I did um, not know Factories that. on a very large scale, and, um, as large as you would find in China. And in, in later life, I did actually get to work in China in manufacturing. Huh. And they, they were huge factories with employees of up to 1,000 people and every trade that you could think of. So mm. I originally started off as a cutter and uh, learned pattern making then, <clears throat> which is making the templates for all those garments we wear. And uh, uh, went to college, did design. And uh, in the mid-80s then, uh, moved with my fiancée to New York, and uh, we settled down there. Well, uh, she had actually uh, moved to New York uh, six months prior to me, and I actually was visiting her for two weeks vacation. But uh, I liked it so much, I, I stayed for almost 15 years and had six kids. A staycation. <laughs> a long staycation. <laughs> a sta- <I> like <laughs> Very okay. good. Yeah. 
Okay, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, um, as far as, um, you know, that very important word, faith, I, I had absolutely um, no uh, religious faith of uh, whatsoever. Did you <coughs> but, uh, characterize yourself as an atheist at that time, or were you um, totally atheist? Uh, I, I, I know there's an awful lot of words to characterize mm. uh, or describe people who don't have any belief. There's agnosticism, there's atheism, there's... Um, <coughs> And uh, I'm not too sure. I just, just really did not give give it any really. thought. I, I had no belief. I really okay. had no belief yeah. at all. And uh, I didn't really believe in God. Um, nor did I think about the subject of God or, or that you know quite important point of particularly when you're young, hmm. you uh, you kind of have this um, sense of uh, perpetual immortality, and you never right. anticipate the fact yeah. that you will grow <laughs> old and you will die. Right. And, what is it, you know, which is um, um, a very important don't, subject. Don't what tend to dwell on those things. Think you're going to live no, forever. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Precisely, precisely. So, um, um, <clears throat> and I suppose um, uh, one um, factor um, in um, my eventual circuitous route to becoming a saved Christian was that uh, a colleague of mine in the first uh, job I had, he was a, uh, he had graduated from a Baptist university in the Denver, Colorado area. Okay. And uh, had studied to be a pastor. And um, he was working in, say, uh, the lay world uh, while awaiting a position in a, in, in, in a church. Oh, okay. And uh, he and I became firm friends, and uh, uh, so that friendship continued for quite a few years. But due to um, change of work, um, change of you know uh, family, um, we 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 ended up moving you know uh, quite far away from each other, and uh, we we kind of we'd be in touch now and again but you know, we were starting to lose touch mm. so when I returned to Ireland in 2000 after that there was uh, almost no contact and I, in fact I didn't even know where where I would find him so um, strangely enough uh, I was having a conversation with my, my, my eldest daughter a few years ago I'd mentioned him and she tracked him down and he turned out that he was a pastor of a Baptist church uh, the Crossing Church in Livingston New Jersey you find just about so, anything uh, on the internet these days <laughs> <that's> right exactly. <laughs> so the wonders friend. of Google so yeah. I contacted him and uh, <clears throat> it's, it, it turned out that uh, um, he had received some free tickets to Ireland from a congregation member who'd so I, I don't really consider that uh, an accident at all. I think that was kind of um, ordained in that way. But um, mm. uh, so he came to to Ireland, and uh, we had uh, at this point in time, I was still of, of no no um, <coughs> no belief mm -hmm. of any sort, and well, he and I didn't discuss any matters Christian. Uh, can I just ask you a quick question? Um, you've mentioned some of this to me in past conversations, but what was your attitude toward the Bible at that time uh, and toward uh, just common beliefs that you know Christians hold? <clears throat> um, well, I, I would... Uh, I mean, I had never have, read. I had never picked up a Bible. The Bible? If somebody just handed you the Bible and said, read this, what would you have thought of the Bible? What was your attitude toward the Bible? Uh, uh, the Bible was something that I would have considered to be 
for the most part, fable. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Fables. Creation, yeah. creation a flood, um, uh, a redemptive saviour. Um, these were, these were yeah, I, I would say that they, they, they fell into the category of, 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 of fable. Mm, okay. And yeah. uh, it, it's interesting that even though uh, you would be schooled by religious orders, you were never given a Bible, and in in what I could see of Catholicism, there was no uh, emphasis put on Catholics reading the Bible. There mm. was more a weekly ritual of attending Mass every Sunday, and uh, there seemed to be a preoccupation with being a... Um, that if you're a good person, you possibly might go to heaven if if you try and continue to do good things then you had a pretty um, good chance. the more the more that you the more good things you did um, in a mother teresa like way the the greater your chance of going to this place that i don't think anyone in my generation believed existed at all actually oh, to be honest wow. with you okay so. and uh, we, we we would be products of um the evolutionary science um teaching of, mm-hmm. of that generation that we evolved and that, that when God we, when we died it. we expired back to nothingness right huh. so, um, okay so um, yeah at that time um, Pastor Tim Chicola who, who, who uh, had been a friend of mine in the past uh, I was his uh, guide for himself and his wife around Ireland and <clears throat> funny enough the the, the last day he was leaving, um, he said something to me, which at the time didn't really resonate, but I, I, I remembered. And he said to me, um, there's only one thing you need to know. He said, before I go back to America, there's only one thing you need to know. He said, it's that Jesus Christ came and died so that your sins may be forgiven and that if you believe in him, you can be saved. And no good works are no deeds <clears throat> can save you mm. or get you into heaven and he and that was that and we reverted back to what we were p- ah. speaking about that was completely out of context in the conversation okay and that was they, the central message he wanted to leave you with he, he did he seem uh, uh, yeah <clears throat> that that gave me the impression that he just wanted to say that one thing to me which is mm. actually the most important thing and core Looking, message looking of the now. entire Bible that the Old Testament looks yeah. forward to the coming of Christ yeah. and that we now um, we look back to right. Christ right. and at the very centre of that very large and important book is Jesus right. Christ Right. Yeah. and um, so uh, he happened to leave a couple of books for my son Connor and uh, I when they had left the following morning, I kind of picked one up out of boredom and I started to read it. And it was so called strategically placed books on your end table or something in your house as he headed well, out the door. I, I, I don't know if he actually he may well have intended it that way, but he had uh, he had met my son Connor. Uh, in fact, he met <clears> all my children, and uh, he seemed to be struck with Connor. Uh, he, that even though we did not, I, I did not raise my 
children uh, with any religious belief. Well, we did go through the rituality of uh, communions and confirmations and stuff like that, uh, as th that's just what the schools did. It was something at a certain age, the children did this, but it had no <coughs> significance other than And how old was he at that point, Connor, your son? He was, uh, at that time, he would have been about 20, 21. Oh, okay. And uh, he, 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 happened to, he said to me that after a good long conversation he'd had with Connor, he said, uh, he said he's, he's a, a very spiritually bright boy, even though he does not seem to have any belief. Uh, he's uh, very spiritually aware. He's mm. thinking about these things. Mm. Uh, and he said, I just want... So... Was there an, another sort of, a, did he have a, maybe an ulterior method in that, that if they happened to be there that I might read them or whatever? Mm -hmm. I, I, possibly so. Uh, <clears throat> but anyway, I, I picked up that book, um, The Case for Christ by uh, Lee Strobel, mm. and, uh, which, as you know, it was uh, Lee Strobel was the legal correspondent for the Chicago Sun, uh, Sometimes, Sometimes. Uh, the Tribune, I'm not sure. But anyway, he, he, for some apparent reason, um, decided to, uh, at some point, to write a book and to approach um, uh, the subject of the existence of Jesus Christ and who he was from the point of view of uh, a, a legal mindset mm. and that way up the evidence on did he exist, what were the... Um, <clears throat> eyewitness testimonies mm. and look at all the information so and that he, book is called the case for christ the case right? for christ yeah, yeah. now he uh, originally he he wrote that he he originally set out to disprove christ mm -hmm. um um hoping to prove that there was so little evidence mm -hmm. that christ existed and um uh and uh, as it turns out as he interviewed all these various people who were considered in various different areas of um, the Old Testament, the New Testament, <coughs> Christ, um, that he himself converted, <laughs> was so convinced that he converted to Christianity, which is, which is wonderful, actually. He went out and did the research, and it, it convinced him, his <laughs> yes, own research. Yes, so his, his own intentions came back and uh, bit him. Wow. Yeah, yeah, which is... And uh, I, I, I found uh, his interviews with uh, various different people um, so compelling mm. that it did, um, and, and, and I can't say that I, I <clears throat> at that point in time, well, became a, a believer per se, but it sparked something in me that this is... Something that needs further investigation. Further, yeah, yeah. And uh, um, <clears throat> I... Yeah, I, I, I definitely had a, a, a palpable sense that um, perhaps God was trying to indicate something to me or to mm. perhaps move in my life mm -hmm. um, um, to the point where I, I decided uh, when I returned home, I decided to start attending a, a Protestant church um, every mm -hmm. Sunday. Um, and I got myself a Bible, and uh, uh, so I attended that church. And now, what what was the purpose of attending the church? Were you just wanting to learn more about all of this? To learn, to understand, to understand and learn. Yeah. So, yeah. so at okay. that point in time, I I'd say, I I would say that um, something had sparked a yearning to understand. Okay. Um, and. 
So uh, I was attending that church for a while. I had a I had a dessert to be that um, that I might like to be baptized hmm. uh, as an adult. Okay. And I I, I would say um, I believed that Jesus Christ was who he said he was. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I understood. Mm-hmm. I, I did not have a relationship with Jesus Christ through prayer, nor did I understand that aspect, uh, <clears throat> that core to your belief is a, is a relationship with Jesus Christ. At that point, you Christ. were observing Christ from a distance. You, you were kind of peering in, looking at Jesus from a distance, but you weren't in relationship with him I was, uh, uh, no I was, uh, no I had no relationship with Jesus Christ um, but uh, I, I believed yeah. he was who he said he was mm-hmm. that he was the son of God um, I, I, I can't say that I, I uh, even quite understood <coughs> the, the purpose of his death was for our redemption oh, right mm-hmm. um, so I attended that church for a while, but they had no emphasis on Bible study, and they—I I was keen for somebody to take this book, which uh, is um, quite a large book, and mm-hmm. on your own without any um, focus or direction, it's quite difficult. Right, can can be overwhelming. Yes, yeah. yes, could, mm-hmm. uh, and, and it was yes. Mm, yeah. So um, uh, I moved to another church and. Uh, uh, similar, um, there there wasn't really any great um, emphasis on on, on uh, Bible study. So uh, through um, um, friends of mine who were uh, ex-neighbors, um, I happened to come by their number. Uh, a couple called uh, Kevin and Katie Labuschagne, who are South Africans, and uh, I was given their number by a congregation member in my second church, and. Uh, <clears throat> we uh, 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 sort of uh, reconnected. Yeah, you, your past connection with them was they were your neighbors. They were our neighbors who... who many years prior. Many years before, and they had decided to return to South Africa. So we thought that was the last... We, we, that was it. They were gone. And they had intended to go back to uh, to South Africa you know, and, and remain there. But um, this particular gentleman said to me, "Oh no, Kevin and Katie have moved back, and they're you know, they're in Westmead." And so, <coughs> so I got in again. touch with them, and uh, uh, we were, you know, chatting on the phone and, and catching up and how are things. And uh, so he said to me, "Now, this friend of mine, whatever I can't remember the gentleman's name," he said, "You're in church with him." So I I don't remember any asked me. He said, "You being Mark? a churchgoer, why, Mark why is going to church? Why? Are, yes, <laughs> What's why he are doing you there? going to church?" That's not the Mark I, we knew. So I, I I kind of explained, you know, um, somewhat similar to what I was explained to you is that um, I was I, I felt I was experiencing something in some way, and I I I I, uh, I, I felt a need to go to church and to learn more. Mm-hmm. And uh, he suggested me, he said, well, uh, I'm a member of a Baptist church here in Mullingar. Would you like to come and visit the church someday? Hmm. Uh, so I did. And uh, it turns out that the pastor of that church is none other than your first cousin, Pastor Gene McKinley. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'll my, tell you, the, this, the, the world is just so full of coincidences. Uh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> my, my cousin, Gene McKinley, pastors in Mullingar. And uh, that's Pastor right, McKinley that's right. is your, your pastor. He is, is now my pastor. Yes. 
So uh, yeah, I I uh, found uh, 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 Good News Baptist Church. Um, it's uh, Bible centricity that it's the service was the study of and discussion of and the interpretation of Scripture. I was very taken with this. So and it met it. It, uh, <clears throat> it, it fit. I mean, it, it met the need for what drew you to church. It's sated. To begin with. A need it is the need. Your need. That's, let's call it for right. the for the want of uh, um, <clears throat> for the sake of argument uh, uh, a need to understand. Oh yeah, I felt the thirst that you yes, had. Yes, there was. For, there was definitely the a, a thirst for knowledge. Yeah. Which, and that wasn't um, that didn't come from any particular direction. Nobody had said that to me, mm. um, and uh, <clears throat> just there was a, a thirst to learn mm. and understand. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, <clears throat> anyway, um, I became a, a regular at Good News Baptist Church and uh, started a uh, Bible study with uh, Pastor Jane McKinley in, in, <coughs> um, uh, during the evenings. And um, the uh, Good News Baptist Church was where I ultimately came to my salvation. Hmm. And uh, that, uh, that occurred, um, it took the teaching of, uh, of uh, Pastor McKinley. Um, there were, the, the, the basic um, understanding of what it is you need to, you know, to, to be saved and the, the, the repentance is something I didn't understand. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I didn't understand uh, the, the need for uh, a relationship with Jesus Christ through prayer. Mm -hmm. um, all of these things that you would uh, say culturally as a, a raised Christian that you would consider givens. Was there any particular verse out of the Bible that you would say um, really enlightened you and, and helped you in your coming to salvation? Um, uh, I, I would say um, Ephesians 2, 2 8 is a, is, a, is a lovely verse. Yes. And yeah. it's very simple, and, and uh, it explains the very uh, simple truth um, that our salvation comes to us through faith. Mm. And by, faith by that is grace. belief. What does it say? By and grace and are you says, saved through um, faith. By grace uh, uh, you are saved through faith, not of yourselves, for it is the gift of God, right. um, not of works, lest any man should boast. Like salvation is not of works, otherwise we'd have something to boast about. It's a free gift that God gives to us that we receive by faith. There's a lot packed into that little verse that you just quoted. Just about everything you need to know. Yeah, that is precisely it's. It is that simple. Yeah. Um, that so that, but by, that had never occurred to you before that you you, you were enlightened to that just by re reading that and and studying that out of the Bible. Yeah, and that was quite um, um strangely simple hmm. compared to the um that which I had heard um as a young man in Catholic schooling that... Um, Maybe a the, complex uh, system of religion or a something? A complex system of rituality and... Works. That if you do good things that you... Um, uh, but um, yeah, at, at this point in time, I do feel I was being driven, driven by a need. Mm. And uh, uh, so 
by coming to understand that um, through repentance and even the meaning of... <clears throat> I, I think um, I had a notion of repentance and penance as being the same thing. And repentance is, is, is really a decision on your part to change direction. Mm. And that you, you, you say to Christ that I repent of these things. Mm -hmm. And you change, you turn away from all of these things. Yeah. Um, that you used to, you turn away, you repent of, of the old self. Right, yeah. yes, yes. Turn, turn from the old self to Christ. Old, maybe self-dependence. <laughs> yeah. Or just turn from unbelief to belief in Christ. Well, uh, you change direction towards God. Right. And yeah. Focus. Totally new life. orientation. <laughs> so your orientation is now not yeah. the things that you want in life for yourself. Or it's your orientation is is, is towards God. Mm -hmm. um, that that was quite a revelation. Mm. What repentance was. It's, it's just a change yeah. of direction. Yeah. Uh, it's a decision and, a, and an action. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, very consciously so. And. Um, to trust, to trust in Jesus Christ. What what happened when you, when you trusted Christ for the first time for your salvation? Um, well, I, I I actually struggled a little while with that, um, with letting go. Oh, okay. The so idea there was of internal wrestling. I, I, I wanted to have a relationship learning. with Jesus Christ. I, <clears throat> I believed in Jesus Christ who He was, but actually letting go where I no longer have control that, uh, of my life that uh, I'm in the driving seat but Jesus is he's now a, he's the co-pilot and he picks the direction mm -hmm. that ultimately the surrendering yourself okay that that took a bit you're that saying that took that took took a little bit but um um when my salvation came um it came on the back of this <clears throat> many day internal battle and it was somewhat similar to um, you're standing on the edge of a cliff <clears throat> and you want to make that leap of faith but you're afraid to make that leap and uh, but uh, it came a great 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 peace um, I, I, and I remember the, t the, the time and the place very distinctly and uh, um, I was very much overwhelmed with a sense of peace that I had never experienced before it was very, very profound, wow. and um, it lasted. It was, and it, it, it was, it was almost, it, it was joy, but it was very much peaceful joy, mm. as opposed to overt. Joy. Reminds me of that verse that we often quote around Christmas time: "Why Christ came into the world, it was to bring peace on earth and goodwill toward men." And so, <clears throat> would you say you, you had? peace with God for the first time in your life it just brought tranquility to your heart um, there, there, <clears throat> there is a peace that comes with a relationship <clears throat> with Jesus mm -hmm. Christ that nothing else can bring yeah it's it's peace with God right yeah when you well, ultimately when you're right I mean it brings God. peace with other people but it's it's primarily peace with God yeah and, and it's uh, I, I think it's peace that you can uh, that I could only ever feel as a Christian, and and uh, it helps yeah. you with your everyday life, mm. that you, you you always have this peace, and yeah. if this peace, I, I I do find that if if this peace has left me, um, it's because, <clears throat> um, I've changed direction or uh, headed off on my own 
and trying to do things somewhat my own way. Mm. And, and, and in a sense, I'm getting away from God as opposed to God leaving me. Oh, know? yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yes, that's, that's, that's one of the great things we have is, is that, that peace. So for the first time in your life, you felt this, uh, what, what you call just a tremendous peace that you'd never had before. Um, and I think you yeah, know, and you... it was very much a physical experience as well. It's it's uh, um, you experience this yeah. physically. Yeah, it's the it's the whole person that, yes. that senses there's a change that's <clears throat> taking place um, here. Then um, as you get up out of bed and you look at yourself in the mirror, I, I remember the very the the, the 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 following morning I looked at myself and. And I felt like I was actually looking at a different person, and I was looking into different eyes. Mm. And I, I don't know how that makes any sense to, to to anyone, but that's what it felt like. You felt totally and, changed. Uh, yeah. Would you would you describe it as this was the, for the first time the presence of the Holy Spirit living inside of you that just gave you this peace? Uh, I, 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 I believe this absolutely yeah. was the the, 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 the indwelt spirit. You know, uh, yeah. and and uh, he that lives in Christ is a new creature, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, um, uh, yeah. Um, and uh, at and that how, point, how would you, yeah, I was uh, going to ask how, how how did your life change after that? Um, um, what what started to to change? Well, for you I, I would say what is, is is the first thing is that I, I it was the beginning of a relationship with Jesus okay. Christ. Um, uh, I. I found um, that uh, things that were difficult, <clears throat> things in my life that I was finding diff difficult to deal with. Mm -hmm. um, both my parents were quite ill at that time, and they were <clears throat> they were aged. My father was not uh, he was not coping well with growing old in terms of accepting <clears throat> that uh, his own his mobility was going and various things and, and it, it was actually making him quite angry and I, and I, I could forgive mm. him for that because uh, it's, it's not a pleasant experience you know and mm. um, but um, it put a strain on our relationship um, but uh, from that point on I found dealing with him uh, much easier uh, I, I, I was much more understanding of his uh, of what he was going through mm. so th there was changes in me <coughs> in my attitude towards other people in my wow. family and okay. um, what they were going through huh. um, uh, the for myself uh, I, I uh, being separated at that time and not really having my family, uh, my wife and family, uh, as, as uh, let's call it an anchor or a moral compass in your life, uh, I was starting, I'd say, morally to head down a, a, a very bad road uh, in some of the habits I'd picked up, my attitude towards women and alcohol and so on. And um, so... Without noticing it, I, I, without, there were a lot of things that I didn't make a conscious decision to change. Mm. <clears throat> but I started to notice that my desire to do these things seemed to melt away. Mm. Mm. And there were times when I would notice, uh, I had mentioned it to you in conversation earlier, that um, I, I just stopped swearing. Mm. Um, 
I, I no longer felt, I, I, I didn't Imagine feel like. that. <laughs> <laughs> we in Ireland, we use uh, <laughs> the, the swear words are they're, um, uh, they're nouns, the verbs, the adverbs, the adjectives, <laughs> adjectives, etc., 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 and. Um, so all of these little small things, are, um, I, I, I suppose the simplest way of without going through this whole list of bad habits I have, which I'd rather not, <laughs> is that, um, that um, I noticed that there was this uh, a constant incremental house cleaning going on. Mm. So to the point that some point further on down the road, I'd notice yeah. and I'd say, tonight I don't know. I haven't gone to the pub in ages, and I, and I don't even feel like going either. Mm. And uh, and uh, and the same with bad language, and the same with uh, there was certain adult material I like to view, which is mm. a terribly destructive thing in any person's mm. life. Mm. It's it's, it's disgraceful. Mm. Um, but all of these things started to fall away. Mm. Um, I I would say. So would you, you say you become you, you a spiritually began to have aware new desires, changed desires. Uh, is, that, is that a good characterization? Uh, absolutely. Change yeah. desires. Uh, uh, I, I, I'd say this, that um, a lot of the things I would desire would be kind of um, spiritual wisdom. Mm. Spiritual wisdom. It's said more than once in the Book of Psalms, and I think it's in Proverbs, it's, uh, the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom and right. of all understanding. Yes. And uh, um, uh, I, you, I developed a, um, particularly with the help of Pastor Jamie Kennelly, um, uh, a great desire to, to, to understand Scripture mm. and to, um, I, 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 I would say at this point in time, I have, a, I have developed a, a, a very great love of the Bible. Oh, that's in wonderful. every aspect, and, that and is the the more I read it, the more fascinating it becomes. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time I read parts that I've read before, sometimes several times, and um, every time you read it, you always pick up clean something something new that you right. didn't see before. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's kind of like something that it starts to, um, as you read it, and the more you read it, and the more you read it, it starts to gel a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the message of the Bible from the first read, and then if you go back and you read the Old Testament again, and if you go back and read Genesis again, and mm-hmm. uh, um, and, and now it's a, it's it's something I have a great love of, mm. uh, both the um, and the historical aspect of it as well. Okay, I, I, I enjoy. Let Let me just mention um, that uh, every time we have a guest on and. Um, hear, hear a, a story about coming to faith in Christ, we see a similar pattern, and that's going from unbelief to hearing some very basic, simple, yet profound truths out of the Bible. And you mentioned Ephesians 2 and verse 8 that says that salvation is a free gift of God that we receive by faith. It's not of works, lest we sh- should have something to boast about. We don't. It's a work that God does in us. It's and then repenting and, and placing your trust in Christ, and then what do we see after that? We see a changed life, that the Holy Spirit of God begins to work in your life and in your heart, and changes you in small ways that over time add up to a changed life. You don't change in one day, but it's it's 
what you called house cleaning. It's one thing after another. And over time, it changes your life. And I also wanted to point this out. Um, you know, you, you had talked about that um, you felt a need to go to church in order to uh, learn uh, or to fill an interest that had begun in you about what the Bible said, and you went to learn, but you didn't really understand the gospel, you didn't know about salvation, but you went to church uh, seeking something. And uh, one thing I would take away from that is that, uh, that God brings these things into our lives and uh, influences, influences us in different ways to draw us to himself and to bring us to faith. And in your case, uh, he put a desire in you for some reason to go and, and attend a church. And he also caused you to get reconnected with an old friend who happened to be a Christian, two old friends actually, uh, and he used that. And I, I think a lesson for us and a lesson for our viewers is that you know, God might be uh, bringing things into your life to draw you to himself and to bring you to faith. And what I would say is be open to those things. Don't resist them, but follow them uh, like Mark did. And you may find yourself being amazed at uh, the work that God will do in your heart. And so if you find your interest peaked um, or, you know, you you feel a desire to look into these things further just from listening to Mark's story, I would say pursue that. Um, and it may be that, that God is allowing you to hear these things, and God may be bringing other things into your life. Um, that's what he does. He, he loves us. He wants to draw us to himself. God may be using those kinds of things in your life. And I think an important lesson for us is just um, pursue those things. So, um, is there anything you would like to tell our viewers, maybe um, just about the gospel, something from your heart that you feel burdened about uh, to share, just as a closing thought? Um, but God truly cares about us. Mm -hmm. In fact, he cares about us so much that he gave his only son. And what greater love can anyone give than to give their life for another? Right. So he gave, he sent his son to die mm -hmm. for us so that yeah. we may live. And all, all that is offering us uh, is eternal life. Mm-hmm if we choose to accept him into our life, yeah, to accept him as our, our savior. Right. Uh, very good. And um, I think it uh, came out in your story as well that it's not good enough to just have a general religious feeling or, uh, you know, general religious knowledge. You have to come to that place where you accept Christ personally for yourself. And if you've never done that, um, I want to invite you to do that. Do what Mark did. Trust Christ uh, for your salvation. If you're unsure about that, feel free to contact us. Um, you can contact us on Messenger. 
Um, you can send me an email, steve at navinbaptist.ie. And Mark said that uh, being in church and really getting into a Bible study uh, is I, what I, really I do. helped. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's um, something that um, you've touched on there is that with, without a good teacher like Pastor Jamie McKinley and Pastor Steve McKinley here is that um, coming from my background <clears throat> and my lack of understanding of what the simple and core central message of the Bible was mm -hmm. <clears throat> and um, what it uh, uh, necessitated on my part. Mm -hmm. um, um, I, I couldn't have understood that without a good teacher mm -hmm. and <clears throat> teaching me, showing me these things in the Bible and, and building an understanding, which in my case took time. And I, 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 I don't know, um, I'm sure there are other people who have... Um, Mm -hmm. that this has come quicker to them but I, I, I would say to anyone is that if anyone is um, has uh, ever wondered um, what it is happens when you die um, <clears throat> has given any thought to does God exist does God not exist and is God truly exists um, mm -hmm. um, and, and that in order to come to your salvation which um, you, you must receive your salvation in life when mm -hmm. you when you pass on, there's, it's too late. There's no choice making. It's a decision. Um, uh, it's a decision that must be made while you're alive to embrace Jesus Christ and to accept Him. Right. And that must be. That is a very critical thing. Mm -hmm. um, and I can't stress um, enough the importance of a good teacher mm -hmm. teaching you how to to read and learn from. Uh, uh, with focus, how to understand mm -hmm. these things. Right. Yeah, we see that in Scripture, and I've had that personally in my life, people who came alongside and, and helped me and taught me to, uh, to understand. And don't be afraid to reach out for help. You know, if you're uh, thinking about faith, if you sense your need for salvation, don't be afraid to reach out, and uh, we're here for you to help you. Also, we'd love to have you join us at the Navin Baptist Fellowship. Join us for Bible study. Contact me, and uh, I can tell you how you can uh, uh, join us on Sundays for Bible study. But uh, thank you for being with us. I, I hope this has been a blessing for you. And our, my heart desire, and I know Mark's, is that, uh, that, that you have this personal faith in Christ for yourself. Because as Mark said here, after death, it's too late. Uh, after death, we stand uh, before the judgment. We're judged by God. Will, will we be found in Christ? Will we have the righteousness of Christ? Or will we, be, um, will we stand before the judgment seat in our own sins and be judged for our sins? So I, I hope that you can say that you have placed your faith in Christ, that you have salvation, and that you will have nothing to fear after death when you stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Um, uh, thank you. And Mark, uh, you've done a wonderful job sharing your story with us today. Thank you very much, sir. It's, and, it's uh, been fantastic being here. Well, hopefully, and Lord willing, you can be back with us at some Absolutely. point in the future. I'd love to. All you have to do is invite me. Okay. <laughs> and we'll get your pastor on here, too, at some point. Uh, well, thank you. And, and thank you all for being with us. And uh, let me just mention, uh, next week, uh, we have a special guest on um, who's going to share with us uh, 
some Bible history, and we're going to be looking at some what we'd call apologetic material, where we, we go back and, and look at uh, important things in history that corroborate the story of the Old Testament. I'm very excited uh, about next week's podcast, so please join us for that. May God bless you. Be the